Rama for Today Radio. But you can't blame people. I wouldn't get out of my car and run to get to some churches. I'd try to run to get away from them. <laughs> nothing going on, nothing happening. No gifts of the Spirit in operation. I'm like Smith the Wigglesworth. I believe the Holy Ghost there. Sometime or another, he's going to manifest himself. You may not let him do much, but he'll do a little something once in a while anyhow. But I'll tell you, let's covet these things. It was because here was a group that coveted them. The others, I think, some of these others didn't even know such thing existed. Because you know what? I preached in a certain full gospel church and gave a message in tongue with interpretation. The deacon board wanted to close the meeting down on me. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the power gifts of the Spirit. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But I'll tell you, brother, where gifts of the Spirit are in operation, I've seen people stay all day. I've been there. Where the gifts of the Spirit are in operation, I've seen the people stay all night. I've been there. Praise God. I've seen them after hours still there. I'll tell you, they may not be in this day and time in some quarters and some even full gospel churches. They may be gone, but I can take you to places right now. Praise God, where God's spirits are moving. Folks are not in any hurry to go at all. Things are happening. Things are happening. Things are happening. Hallelujah to Jesus. I remember a number of years ago, my wife and I were in the state of California. Now, of course, that may not mean a thing in the world to you folks, but sometimes preachers tell us, you know, and some of them that's preaching out there, and I preached out there 15 straight months from one end to the other, the state of California. But a lot of them say that's a spiritual graveyard. A lot of times people go out there and get taken up with making money in one thing or another, you know. And I remember I preached in a certain church out there in one of the cities. Uh, and so in the process of time, we were, we were back out there, and I said to my wife, let's go visit. We had a Sunday night off. I said, this go, I've heard about a certain church here. Let's go visit that church. It was in a city, not a church we'd preached in, but in the same city. In fact, it was within two blocks of this church where we had a year or two before, a couple, three years before, had held a meeting. And so we went. We went. We thought amply before the service started to be able to get a seat. But uh, uh, folks had told me about how folks would go there to church. And, and, and uh, I'll tell you, we couldn't hardly find a place to park on the parking lot. And, and it was... Quite a bit, you know. I mean, probably when we first got there, probably 30 minutes before church started. And then uh, uh, not only could we not get a place to park, but, but then you could see people just running up and stopping their cars on the street and getting out and running to get in the building. I mean, and so I said, we better walk pretty fast. We won't get a seat. And you know, boy, we walked right up there and we like not got a seat, not in the lower floor at least. And I just sort of stood there on the corner, you know, and just sort of wept. Uh, you know, to see people getting out of the car and it's still daylight and early, you see, and running to get into church. Be sure they got a seat. And a fellow just two blocks away said, well, now you can't expect people to come in this day on Sunday night. We have a good crowd Sunday morning. See? And then another fellow said there who ran 700 in Sunday school on Sunday morning, but he said, you know, to get 70 people out at night, I have to have an outstanding speaker, like Brother Morse Ward, the revival time speaker, to get 70 out on Sunday night. But here's a fellow 
Praise God, within a few blocks of one, within eight blocks of one of them and two blocks of the other one, that people are getting out of their car and running to get a seat, to get in the building. So we got in, got a seat, got crowded in there, and they got started, a good service, nothing fanatical, but just good lively singing. You could see right away that they weren't dead. They were alive. You could see right away, you know, that they didn't come to set up with the dead. They didn't come to attend the funeral. I'm going to leave my subject in the preaching, ain't I? Well, wait a minute. Let me get this out, and then we'll go on to our lesson. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Some of these side excursions are good for us. I'm talking about where the gifts of the Spirit are operation. But then, my brother, sister, these gifts of the Spirit began to operate in those services. And then I could see why the people were coming. And I could see why they stayed. I could see why they didn't have to rush to get away by a certain hour. I could see why this fellow just 18 months before had started services with 18 people in his living room of his house. And now then he's got a church building, a Methodist moved out and built and bought somewhere else, and he had bought their building. In fact, this was the second one he is in. Now he's fixing to go to the third building to get one big enough to hold him in 18 months' time because God was moving right out in the very midst of where they said you can't do it. You can't get a crowd. It won't work. I'll tell you, I've proved all over the nation it works anywhere when God's moving. But you can't blame people. I wouldn't get out of my car and run to get to some churches. I'd try to run to get away from them. <laughs> nothing going on. Nothing happening. No gifts of the Spirit in operation. I'm like Smith Wigglesworth. I believe the Holy Ghost there. Sometime or another, he's going to manifest himself. You may not let him do much, but he'll do a little something once in a while anyhow. But I'll tell you, let's covet these things. It was because here was a group that coveted them. The others, I think some of these others didn't even know such thing existed. Because you know what? I preached in a certain full gospel church and gave a message in tongue with interpretation. The deacon board wanted to close a meeting down on me. Because I was speaking with tongues and interpreting. Publicly. Well, bless God, that's where it ought to be. So you can see why some things are not working, don't you? But nobody had gone to tell Sister Sapphire about her husband even died, so she came in three hours. They're still in the same service. Well, you can't stay in church three hours in the same service, I'll tell you, without something happening. That's the sense. You wouldn't stay there. You just couldn't stay that long, naturally speaking, if something good wasn't happening. Isn't that right? But anyway, she fell down too, dead too. He said the feet of the young men that carried out your husband are at the door. They fell down dead. Working of miracles is used to carry out divine judgment and discipline. And the working of miracles is used also to confirm the preached word. Do you remember there when Paul was preaching down there and Elamus, the sorcerer, withstood him? That was working of miracles when Paul, through the power of God, struck him blind for a season. And that was a sign to others nearby. Then again, this working of miracles is used to deliver in an unavoidable situation of danger. Now, you see, the gift of faith would carry you through the danger without you being uh, stricken at all. But then the work in America, for instance, if it was a storm at sea, the gift of faith would receive a miracle and carry you through. You see, for instance, when Paul was shipwrecked, that storm never did cease until it blew itself out. He didn't just stand up there and say, storm, you stop, did he? But bless God, because God spoke to him, he had 
beyond ordinary faith to believe that it would be as God said, and that was a gift of faith in operation. And he received the safety, though the ship was lost, he received through the gift of faith the safety and the life of every man. But when Jesus stood on board that ship and said, Peace be still, bless God, that worked a miracle. You see, the difference between the gift of faith and the working of miracles is that the gift of faith receives a miracle. Working of miracles works a miracle. Now then, again, this, uh, this working of miracles is used to display God's power and magnificence. Now, in Young's concordance, the Greek word here is called powers. In other words, the working of miracles, uh, it, it's called the working of powers. The Greek word, according to the Greek concordance, means explosions of almightiness. I like that. Explosions of almightiness. It means impelling, staggering, wonders, astonishments. In other words, Young says, Dr. Young said, and he's the author of the Young's Greek Concordance, Hebrew Concordance, and a Greek scholar, that this is, in the Greek, could read like this, the working of impelling, staggering wonders or astonishments. Are they working, the outworking of explosions of almightiness? Now then, You'll notice in the Acts of the Apostles, though we do not have too much, not like we do the exercise of gifts of healings, you do not have too many except in the ministry of Jesus. You do not have in the Acts of the Apostles too many examples of the working of miracles. I mean, not like the others, as you could readily see. However, they could be, without specifying them, they could be included in that where it says, by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders. Well, now, it's the same Greek word here, works. See, the working, works. For instance, Acts 5, 12, by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And though it doesn't specify what they were, it does tell us about some of the healings. But see, that doesn't come under the working of miracles. That comes under the gifts of healings. Anything that has to do with healings is healings. And so it could be, without specifying them, that these are workings of miracles here. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the mini-book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Learning How to Flow with the Holy Spirit of God. The next resource in this package is Kenneth E. Hagan's four-CD series entitled, Spiritual Gifts, The Power Gifts of the Spirit. This is the second volume of a three-volume set. Last but not least is Ken Hagan's mini-book entitled, The Key to the Supernatural. These great resources are at the special price of $19.95. That's $11.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. 
You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You know what's going to happen in just, uh, what, a couple of weeks or so? <laughs> I, time's going fast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, camp meeting. Yes, camp meeting is coming up. Yes. And, you know, uh, that starts Sunday, July the 23rd mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. That's yes. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And then Monday through Friday, the 24th through the 28th, it's uh, 10 a.m., 2.30 p.m., and 7.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And, of course... Uh, uh, we also got, you know, other speakers. I'm yes. speaking to niece. Our daughter's speaking to niece Burns. Craig is speaking. Mm-hmm. My our son, Craig Hagen, and then we got Charles Cowan, Mark Hankins, uh, who Darryl else? Huffman. We, Darryl Huffman, David, David Sharon, Sharon, and Philip Slaughter. That's uh, right. Yeah. He used to travel with. Yeah, us. he traveled with the singers and band for a number of years, yes. and now he's out traveling, ministering on his own. Mm-hmm. And we're really glad to have him. So uh, hey, you want to make plans to come? Uh, and then of course the Youth Summer Blitz, they summer call blitz, it, yes. and it's a get your game on. That's right. And stepping out and stepping up your walk with God. So hey, and then we have the ch- the children and the ten at the ten, 10 o'clock, o'clock services, service. the and ten thirty and, and the night services. Mm-hmm. We in the afternoon the children we don't have get to after, take a nap. Yeah, get to take a nap. <laughs> or but come to the service. Or come to service that's with right. their parents. We don't care if you want to bring them into the main auditorium. That's all right. Hey, so we can, both went to services to adult services. And, and I slept on a lot of pews. <laughs> I slept on a lot of pews. Well, I listened. I was going to sleep. Listen? Well, more, not too often. <laughs> not when I was. Not when, you I were little. not when I was small. I know. But hey, bring the whole family. Yes. You can go to on, online to rhema.org, get all the information. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Brother Hagen's life changing teaching on the power gifts of the Spirit. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.